This isn't a D&D podcast. Uh, not really. It's only, allegedly, a D&D podcast. This isn't a group of seasoned tabletop battle veterans. No. This is a group of disaster humans out to roll bones, make questionable jokes, and possibly, if they're lucky, find some kind of story along the way. And they're guided gently by me, a sentient dumpster fire. We just wanted to be extremely clear about what y'all are getting yourselves into. That being said, welcome to Horizons Point, you goddamn nerds. Let's get weird. Citizens! Welcome to Horizons Point, an actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Allegedly! Allegedly. Yes, allegedly. Uh, Allegedly, this is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Allegedly, I know how to speak with a human being voice. Uh, Allegedly, a lot of things. Uh, Welcome. Welcome to this world. Uh, My name is Ashley. I am your DM, and today DM stands for your dastardly minecart that's right kids hop inside <laughs> me we are going down <laughs> some weird oh, twists and turns I, I, we're it's going gonna down get some weird, weird folks. it's gonna get weird we're going down some weird twists and turns and um it wasn't turned- weird until you said hop inside me and then <laughs> that's where that we was are the exact moment i <laughs> i said it and was immediately upset with myself anyway that's my name and that's who i am and today's gonna get weird just like it always is i am joined by my equally weird friends introduce yourselves equally weird friends Hi, I'm Adam, and I don't remember what order we went in last time, but I'll go first. I'm playing Ginny, the awesome bassist bard. My name is Mike, and I play Orion, the cool-ass gnome with a cool-ass robot. I'm Caroline, and I play Aoife, the bartender that's always overshadowed by her rabid raccoon. And I'm Paige. I play Kai, the dork-ass paladin who's nervous about literally everything. Fantastic. Um, and with our powers combined, <laughs> we might beat down a zombie. <laughs> yes, with your powers combined, you might beat down one of the 11 zombies. <laughs> a one singular Zambo. One, a, a, and Zambo, if you will. Um, That's pretty good. That's not zero. It's, it's, it is one-eleventh of the Zambos that are available to you. At this moment, and it's a hundred percent more than we were prepared to that morning. <laughs> it's it's very true. It's extremely true. Um, so speaking of Zambos, uh, how about we take a little bit of a recap and then jump right on into it, my good dudes? How do you guys feel about that? Yes, yes, recap. Love this, love this journey for us. So to recap, uh, we took our first dip into the world of Horizons Point, a steampunk city surrounded by fog and perched on top of a rock outcropping several hundred feet in the air in the middle of the ocean. You guys prepared yourselves for the final day of the Harmonic Festival, a.k.a. Fantasy Mardi Gras, the Point's most anticipated and widely celebrated holiday. Ginny went about setting up their band, Do Crimes, to, quote, win the competition through a combination of sexy times, subterfuge, and stealth in a daring midnight heist that I am honestly really very disappointed that you didn't fucking beef entirely. I was incredibly proud of myself. I was disappointed. I mean, I was happy, but you know, I was also you disappointed. You plan hard, you work hard, and it comes out good. You just come out there and give 110%. You know, that's all you can do. Clear and eyes. Sometimes it, yeah. Clear eyes. Blue eyes, eyes white dragon can't lose. You have said, motherfucker. Uh, anyway, they also, 
Uh, Jenny also found out that they were being set up on a date with a hot available friend of a friend. There was no competition and there was no date, but I think we've already learned that Jenny is not accepting constructive criticism on their interpretation <laughs> of like sort of what's going around them at any given moment of the day. Just trying to move forward from this tragedy. <laughs> of course. Uh, thoughts and prayers to you and your family in these difficult times. Uh, and by thoughts, we mean T H O T. Yeah, thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> thoughts and prayers. Oh, speaking of thoughts, Aoife, the hardworking tavern owner and loving mother to one mildly homicidal raccoon named Gizmo, spent the morning setting uh. up. <laughs> Spent the morning setting up her kiosk, managing her employees, coordinating a technically legal but frowned upon supply drop out to Horizon's Edge, which is the shantytown outside of the walls of the city proper. Uh, keeping said raccoon from either stabbing anyone with a blunted butter knife or putting herself into a tater tot coma. And scolding Bennett Sykes, her childhood best friend and a literal murderer for being an asshole. Aoife uh, is a multitasker, and that's one of the things that we really appreciate about her. I like that mom of raccoon, scolder of murderer. <laughs> it's like it's like yeah, it's like I'm Daenerys Stormborn, except it's I'm Eva Donna McKay, scolder of murderers, mother of raccoons. Moving on, Kai, a fairly new addition to the guards' de-escalation squad, had a very productive day off, spent mainly purchasing a raccoon's love with French fries and ingratiating herself to the citizens of Horizon's Edge. Following directions from Aoife, Kai helped facilitate the day's mutual aid run and went the extra mile by agreeing to entertain some children, during which she learned the legend of the Lost Girl, an unofficial interpretation um, of a justice god, pretty much exclusive to the Edge. She also saw something weird in the almost impenetrable fog that surrounds the entire area, but that was probably just for her imagination and certainly will not be revisited for any reason. It's probably fine. Prodigious artificer Orion started the day off on a disappointing note by receiving another rejection letter to add to his pile. This one in response to his petition for access to the restricted section of the Hall of Lore, the city's enormous library. Undeterred, he headed to the garrison, accompanied by alchemist Charlie Ward and Cosmo, his trusted golem chariot construct, to check equipment and make minor repairs for the guards and the constables if needed. He also expertly fielded a likely well-intentioned but deeply ableist request from Caspian Leeford, the captain of the constables. Good Fucking job. Fucking that sucked. Yeah. Yeah. You handled it beautifully. Mm -hmm. You did. You did. Especially because I didn't, I, I had a feeling you were going to pick up what I was putting down, but I did not discuss that with you at all beforehand. So I'm, I'm glad that you took that journey with me. So that's how you guys spent your day. And then uh, all other plans for the day were halted during the remembrance ceremony in Empyrean oh, Square. Oh, you forgot, you forgot the most important character, our uh, team's new official mascot. Frank, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what was Frank up to on this auspicious day? Yeah, uh, Frank um, is probably fully weeping um, because someone said a word to him that begins with the letter F, which is apparently something that either excites him to the point of tears or something that causes him deep emotional trauma. No one, including myself, is entirely sure because once again, <laughs> he didn't exist before I said his name. So Frank exists, coffee fountains are, are real, all of you hate me, um, I haven't even done anything to personally offend you yet, and we're already here. So, great. All other plans for the day were halted during the remembrance ceremony in Empyrean Square. A woman fully fell out of a goddamn tree, demanded that you all remain calm while she completed an experiment, and then promptly raised 11 corpses from the dead. A display that, while common in normal-ass D&D, has never before been seen on the point. 
Orion and Aoife tried to help the crowd get evacuated from the area. Kai teleported directly to the woman to try and calm the situation. And Ginny just wanted to know why this woman seems to hate them personally and specifically. I think we know who the hero is. Frank, obviously. Frank, it's 100% Frank. (laughs) So that's where we are now. So basically the way that this is going to work is uh, on the stage, we have um, our our, uh, dirty trench-coated, lab-coated, cracked goggles-wearinged friend and uh, her 11 new friends, um, some of whom are old friends to you guys. You can decide. uh, There's not like a... I'll tell you right now, like there's no secret, like, oh no, all of these people are related for some reason and that's why they're dead. It's just, you know... You see the same people in a city day after day. And so probably all of you recognize at least one of these people from your lives. Like, you you know, whether it was someone that you were casual friends with or someone that you just recognized because you had similar commutes every day. Um, those, those folks are all on stage. Um, sort of behind the stage are the representatives and some folks from the church. Uh, basically the people who were marching in the parade who ended up on stage afterwards. Uh, They are crowded sort of behind the stage looking absolutely terrified. And then around you are thousands of citizens. Um, You guys are packed in uh, pretty much shoulder to shoulder with people looking confused, some wondering vaguely if this is some kind of weird new addition to the show, if this is some kind of bizarre spectacle that's supposed to be like a morality play of some kind. Um, some people are, you know, trying to clamor onto each other's shoulders to see what the hell is going on. Some people are immediately trying to book it for the exit. Um, so with all of that going on, uh, first of all, why don't you guys go ahead and roll initiative for me? And uh, while you're doing that, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about this. Um, throughout the course of this encounter, it is going to be difficult terrain for everyone, which means that your movement is going to be halved. Uh, just with the people packed in like sardines around you, some are trying to move towards the stage, some are trying to move away from the stage. Um, there is there is that aspect. And another thing that, I'm not even going to make y'all roll for this, another thing that you are cognizant of is that this is a very sort of tense situation for the crowd specifically. Um, this could very easily turn into a stampede if something is not done to quell the crowd, to calm them down, to get them out of the, the area. So with that being said, uh, can I have everyone's initiative order, please? Your girl got a 10. Orion and Cosmo mm-hmm. has a three. Our Lord and Savior, the big blue tornado, got a six. High praise for yourself there. Uh, and Kai, who is none of those things, got a 17. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, Paladin. <laughs> I am of the wind, and I'm merely last. <laughs> you're so of the wind, wind, but you're not sure if this is your thing yet. Might be beneath you. <laughs> you are you are of the wind, but you are also of the bar, and you're wondering if maybe that's <laughs> where you'd rather be right now? I mean, those are all givens. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say it's beneath me. On the floor here in the pit, it's definitely above my pay grade. <laughs> Hey, is your drummer with you? But um, she she is, and she looks upset with the situation. <laughs> I'll just go ahead and say that Naya does not look pleased with this situation. Pretty much, no one does. Cool. So, um, just as a, a reminder of where sort of everyone is, um, Kai, you are on stage directly in this woman's face, staring her down. Um, 
all of you are pretty decently close to the the front of the stage, um, Orion and Aoife, because you specifically made your way up there to start trying to help people evacuate, and Jenny, because you did try to cast charm person on this woman and failed, which means that you do need to be within, uh, is it 30 or 60 feet for charm person? It's 30. 30 feet? Okay, so you are within 30 feet of her. Um, so you're all fairly close to the stage. Um, that being said, uh, the first person to go with a, a staggering 20 initiative is uh, our girl, Mary Constance Gold. Uh, yeah! Yeah! Um, Mary Constance, uh, who had been marching in the parade, is sort of off to... Um, oh no, I don't know whether to say the left or the right, because it's stage left, stage right. Oh no, my brain. Um we're just going to go with house rules. Uh, she's off to house left of the stage right now. Jenny um, definitely considers it house left right now. Great. It will eventually be stage right when they reach the stage. Fantastic. Um, Mary Constance is going to push her way. Okay, she can get to the very edge of the stage in in uh, with her movement half. So that's what she's going to do. She's going to push her way through the crowd and climb up onto the stage and sort of address the crowd in front of her. Um, holding up her hands and saying, everybody, I need all of you to remain calm, okay? Please turn around, walk, do not run towards the edge of the city. Um, just move away from the park slowly and calmly. This is not part of the ceremony. We will handle it. Everybody, don't worry. Just keep walking in an orderly manner. And she is going to make a perception check to see if she's able to convince people to do that. Uh, you mean persuasion? What did I say? Perception. perception. That would be to no, see. No, she's gonna look. She's gonna <laughs> look at them. Work. She's gonna look at them so <laughs> fucking <laughs> hard. Um. Yeah, she's gonna do the other one. Uh, when I open my eyes, I don't want to perceive any of you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um. Unfortunately, um does not meet the DC. So uh, you guys aren't entirely sure if people don't believe her, if they don't hear her, um, maybe a combination of the two, but you can sort of hear the murmuring around you um, increase. You can, you can sense sort of the, the nervous energy spreading. Um, she, she might've made it a little bit worse. So that being said, up next in the initiative, uh, we have Kai. Awesome. So Kai's all up in this uh, lady's face. She is. She is. It was a really good decision. Um, I don't know what you're trying to do here. And we can figure this out. But you need to let these people have their rest. Uh, and she's going to cast Command. Okay. So your girl's going to have to make a wisdom saving throw. She's pretty good at those. She might roll shit. Who knows? She might. You never know. That one, that one, that one, that one. <laughs> that is... Uh, a dirty 20. <laughs> well, neat. Uh, then Kai just <laughs> looks at her and says that very heartfelt thing and does nothing. <laughs> you can, you can, well, no, you can't see anything. So she, cause she has goggles on, but you can, you can tell by the twitch of her jaw that she um, heard you and maybe she had feelings about it, but she is not magically <laughs> compelled to, to listen to you in any way. Um, and she, she does not. Is she physically compelled or mentally compelled? What, like carnally compelled? <laughs> I need you to roll horny is all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, 14. She's not not into Ooh. it. I mean. <laughs> Anything else on your turn? Do you want to move? Do you want to? 
Uh, you know, no, I'm going to, I'm going to hang out right where I am to try to field off whatever happens with the Zambos. Okay, cool. Uh, next up is the woman. She is, you can tell even through the goggles, Kai, that she is still looking at you. She is still aware of your presence. She is still cognizant that you're there and that seems to matter to her in some way for some reason. She is extremely hard to read. Um, you don't know if it's just from the goggles or just from her whole sort of deal, but she is a difficult person to read. Um, but she does seem to be acknowledging that you are there and uh, she gives you sort of a second or two and then turns away. Um, she doesn't appear to be doing anything, at least not anything overtly harmful. She's not casting any more spells. She is not trying to attack you, Kai, who is standing directly the fuck in front of her. She is not ordering uh, the zombies to do anything, which hypothetically you guys don't know if she could, but if she rose them from the dead, it makes sense that that would be a thing she'd be able to do. She's just muttering to herself very quietly. And with that, I, I need to apologize to everyone in advance because I didn't want to do this, but there is a new podcast um, that Adam and I have been listening to called Roltergeist. So shout out to the Roltergeist crew if any of them happen to be listening to this. And there's a character named Tyler, who's a very sweet boy. And so as a result, this is the voice I'm going to use. Oh no. At this point, you hear uh, sort of from the far side of the stage from you, Kai, you hear a thunk. Mm. Um. And you guys all watch uh, a very short, stocky young man in his early 20s with uh, sort of light brown skin, shaggy, dark brown hair kind of pulled back into a bun. Um, He is holding a corn dog in one hand and he's in sort of his casual clothes. Um, Kai, this is your partner, Luke Himmelbow. He jumps on stage with a a thud because he is a stocky boy and he goes, Oh, hey there, Kai, how are you doing? Oh, it looks like you might need a little bit of help. <laughs> I, I'm I'm sorry. I did apologize. It didn't stop me from doing it, but I did apologize. You should never apologize. <laughs> you, you, let's be real. You're not sorry. We all know it. I'm not. Luke, I'm extremely glad that you're here. Just remember the D in the de-escalation. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna... I was gonna... Um... This is real scary. Uh, it's I pretty. Don't wanna, it's pretty scary. Yeah, I kind of don't want to be here anymore, and and maybe uh, other people shouldn't be here either. Maybe absolutely. Kinda, yeah, and he Take he sort of you. waves behind your shoulder, and he's like, "You want to stop? No, you're not. She's not looking at me. Okay." Um, so he's going to turn his attention to the crowd and try and give his own rousing version of Mary Constance's speech to try and get people. To oh, so much. <laughs> uh, move away from the situation because he is the de-escalation squad and he's okay at his job. He's the D in de-escalation. He's the, he puts the D in de-escalation. <laughs> was I was going to uh, make. <laughs> unfortunately for Luke, the DC is uh, higher, but he does get advantage. Um, as will you, Kai, if this is something that you would like to do, because this is your literal job. Oh my god. And he just barely does not make it. Um, the the crowd is is getting antsier and antsier, and you guys hear from somewhere in the back, someone someone finally yells out loud, It's the Red Doctor! That's the Red Doctor! 
which you guys all know the tale of the Red Doctor, the sort of urban legend cryptid of the crazy doctor who lives in the fog and steals your body to do weird experiments on it in the fog for reasons that no one's totally sure of. And and that rumor is now being spread through the crowd. It's the Red Doctor. It's the Red Doctor. Oh my god, it's the Red Doctor! And with that, um, you guys can tell the crowd is on the verge of being very, very, very upset. Um, next up, Aoife. Um, okay. I am going to, first off, um, Luke's voice alone and his presence probably makes Eva rage. Um, so the bonus action rage. <laughs> I feel like that happens a lot. It happens every night. Eva, you know, knows that Luke is not bad at his job and is trying to be helpful, but she has spent so much time arguing with him that, you know, it just, it's an instinct. Um, sure. but I think she is going to move over by this woman and then she is going to throw on her best it's closing time y'all voice okay hey everybody out listen to mary constance out closing time square is closed i am gonna let you make either an intimidation or a persuasion check Ooh. i really want to see intimidation prevent a stampede we are gonna do intimidation because that's better (laughs) thought it might be dirty 20 you guys uh here <laughs> was the dc oh um, <laughs> was the dc for someone whose job who's like it's not their actual job and they're not in uniform um but you guys hear almost almost like on autopilot people hear the voice of ifa donna mckay a voice that they have heard many times instructing them not to feed the raccoon, that the rules do apply to them in her bar, that she is shutting down now, and no, you may not have one more order of tater tots, the kitchen is closed. And as if on autopilot, 50 people shut their mouths and begin meekly sort of uh, sort of making their way through the rest of the crowd and exiting the area. Um, so Aoife has gotten the first success in clearing the crowd from the area. Well done. Uh, you use your bonus action to rage. Um, any more movement? Um, no, because I, I think that is my full movement. Okay. Um, on future ones, I can bonus action dash because of my spirit totem. Okay. I've already used my bonus action. Alrighty. Solid. Um, cool. Uh, next up is going to be Caspian. Uh, our well-meaning but vaguely problematic captain of the constables. He is going to hop onto the stage next to Luke and also do his best to try and make people clear the area. Um, you can, you guys can see Cass uh, uh, <laughs> jumps onto the stage and is like, great job, Aoife. I'll, I'll take it from here. All right, everybody. Yeah, everyone just sort of keep moving. Well, um, what? No, wait. No, keep go. Keep, keep walk. Keep walking. Keep walking. Hey, Caspian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when I, you know, like a couple weeks ago when you tried to help me shut down the bar and then people ended up staying after hours? Yeah. 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 Was, this is feeling a lot like that. I mean, that wasn't my fault. This is not, this is not my, this is not my fault. I need everyone to be aware of that. And someone from <laughs> the crowd goes, I don't think that's helping. Someone from the crowd yells, what? <laughs> and Caspian looks uh, confused and not nearly as ashamed of himself as he should, which appears to be. Um, maybe sort of a running, a running gag of his. I don't know. Um, next up, Jenny. 
Thank God. Um, Jenny is going to turn to the band and say, you heard the barkeep. If you're clearing out, clear out. If you're staying for after hours, be ready for things to pop off. But only people who started the day in that box. Minnie, look at me. Only the ones that started the day in that box. Then they turn and head to the foot of the stage and cast charm on the two closest zombies to the science lady. Okay. Um, they will need to make, I believe it is a wisdom. We're, this is gonna this is gonna blow your fucking mind. Zombies not good at wisdom saves. What? what? This was my hope. Definitely worse than a scientist. Um, one certainly failed. Uh, one got a 14. Aw, one made it. Okay. You do have a charmed a charmed zombie. Uh this this was um uh an elderly lady who uh used to run sort of like a, a floral shop. Um she she is just sort of like a wizened old woman with sort of like her hair what's left of her hair tied up in like a very tall sort of bun and she turns to look at you. <laughs> was really hoping for more of a manual labor zombie, but uh hey, hey <laughs> Can you grab her? Pointing again to Science Lady. Uh, the good thing about zombies is they all have the same stop block, so I guess this was a fucking swole-ass old lady. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, is, it is what it is. I don't know if this should be on the same turn or not, but I, I want it to be, so it's gonna be. So she is gonna try to... I guess they're gonna do opposed strafe checks? The woman who just raised a bunch of zombies. Not, not super physically strong. Again, was was kind of in the, the sort of window of hopes I was having. Okay, so this old lady, this old lady got a 16. So you guys watch as this, this tiny old lady sort of shuffles over to, um, to this uh, begoggled woman who has just performed one of the most horrifying grotesque feats ever seen on horizon's point and the tiny old lady walks up behind her the woman is still muttering to herself not paying attention and uh the old zombie lady goes here and just sort of hooks her arms through uh through the begoggled woman's arms and is just holding her back against her chest going that's um, classic old lady zombie. Classic old lady zombie. Um, the the we'll just call her the Red Doctor for now because that is easier than calling her the woman. Um, I like Science Lady. Science Lady. Yeah, we'll call her Science Lady because there's no proof that she's actually a cryptid. Um, no proof that she isn't. No proof that she isn't a cryptid. But I mean, a cryptid until proven otherwise. That is how the American justice system works. <laughs> You are you are cryptid until proven human. So science lady is currently grappled by a tiny old lady. A tiny old dead lady. <laughs> She's having a bad day, guys. She's having a bad day today. Now who's unlikable? <laughs> they they say as they have taken over the brain of a dead person and forced them to commit bodily aggression against another. Shades of gray. <laughs> Excellent. Um, anything else you'd like to do on your turn? I think that's it for me. Okay, fantastic. Next up we have, uh, Orion and Cosmo. Orion is very interested in these, uh, now not dead bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants to try and get up on the stage there and he wants to try and see if there's any kind of life 
in them or if it's just like a husk that's being controlled by magic. Okay. I guess it would probably yeah, just give me an uh give me an arcana check. It's a 7. You are uh absolutely certain that these people were never dead to begin with. Um no. Um you <laughs> <laughs> What a twist. The church was going to commit an atrocity. Shocking. How out of character. Makeup, I knew it. <laughs> Um, yeah, you are, you are not, uh, you know, there's people pressing in, um, on, on every side, uh, a fucking dead person is grappling a lady who fell out of a tree. There's a lot of wild shit happening right now. Um, maybe if you had a little more time, uh, or a little more quiet to be able to study, um, you, you would be able to maybe determine that, but you're not able to do so right now. I, I will give that to you as a bonus action because that feels unfair to make that your whole turn um sure. so i'll give you your action i am going to who knows who knows what i'm gonna do i've got grease and i kind of feel like i kind of want to throw a big old grease pile on the stage and just see if i can just <laughs> knock all the zombies down you know ruin the only not difficult terrain we've got grease up those zambos it's only a 10 foot area maybe i won't do that do the zombies look like they are like moving threateningly they don't actually. They they look like the only zombie that has moved. Is. One, uh, yeah, because you don't know what the fuck just happened. One is moving very threateningly, but not to you. <laughs> and okay, she seems gotcha. she, she seems very occupied in um in fact sort of uh, overtaking her maker, which maybe is a side effect of this. You don't know. Sweet. Okay. Great. 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 I am just gonna delay my turn. I think because there's not much else I want to do currently in the state of things um if you are not going to do anything else then i will give you another shot to roll that arcana check um i if you want to do that then. yeah if you want to spend your like turn to do that's that. fine. and i want to get a different dice here because that one's betrayed me mm-hmm. <laughs> boy howdy it's a nine this time <laughs> yeah bunch of garbage funny that was the dc <laughs> Weird, weirdly, it was the DC, and now you've learned all the secrets of the universe. Not the world that I've built, but our actual human universe. Um, you've discovered Ooh. the power of life and death. It's wild. Um, Ooh, so now that you know about string theory, you can blorp over, you know, useful people from our universe to Horizon's Point. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Barack Obama faces the stage. Okay, what are we doing here? Uh, he could get at least half of them. It's my extremely good Barack Obama impression. It's the best one I've ever heard in my life. It's very, very good. <laughs> I'm saying, I kind of want Jimmy Carter to show up. I feel like people would listen to him if he said, get the fuck out. If he could speak loud enough for the crowd to hear him, he's like 112 years old. Um, aside from getting on the stage and doing the very bad looky-loos on the zombies, that's that's it. That's all I got right now. Uh, Cosmo technically goes after me, but he's just going to be my horsey for now. That's very fair. Um, cool. So uh, you, you keep trying to look, and it's not – you're just not able to tell right now. Um, but you do you do get the sense that if you keep looking at it, uh, if, this is, if this is how you want to spend the encounter, um, the, the DC will, will lower every time. Um, cool. So we're moving back up to the top of the order back with Mary Constance, who is once again going to try and, um, get people out of the area. So she is going to say more things about leaving and how you should do that with, with another perception check to see real good. (laughs) That's Uh, why she didn't do really well the first time. Just use the wrong thing. that, That was the problem. Yeah. Apparently that was the problem because this time, um, as she is, calmly directing people to 
uh, to to move towards the exit. She's she's really very striking up there. She's her dress uniform is pure white with like golden buttons and tassels and shit like that. She's got this bright re- bright red hair and bright green eyes. Um, she is very noticeable, and she has uh, a noticeable command of the situation. At least that's what she looks like, and so people are able to look at her and listen to her. Then another sort of fifty-ish people begin calmly sort of moving away out of the area. Um, that is Mary Constance's turn. We're back to Kai. Excellent. So Kai is inspired by Mary Constance uh, being able to calm the crowd this time. And she closes her eyes and takes a deep breath. Um, and I'm going to cast Emissary of Peace as a bonus action. Cool. What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's my neat paladin trick. Um, if I have to make a persuasion check for the next 10 minutes, I get a plus five bonus. Excellent. And because de-escalation is your literal job, you would have advantage on this roll. Dope. Uh, but since the crowd is currently not freaking out, um, mm-hmm. rather than trying to get the crowd to continue not freaking out, um, I'm also going to cast sleep in the middle of the Zambos. Okay. Nap time for some of you. Nap time for Zambos. <laughs> All right, so that's a 26. So the way that sleep apparently works, um, starting with a creature that has the lowest current hit points, each creature affected by the spell falls unconscious um, up until the max of hit points that I rolled. Cool. Um, They all have the same amount of hit points. So what did you roll? 26. None of them fall asleep. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The Kool-Aid man punches through the bottom of the stage. Oh, yeah! You cannot escape my dark juice! (laughs) No! Oh, God. Um, So seeing that not work, whoever's within earshot, uh, here's Kaigo. I don't want to alarm anyone, but we might want to keep the zombies calm. As she says that, two of them sort of bump into each other and then kind of (laughs) shuffle past each other. It shouldn't be terribly hard, (laughs) but maybe don't poke them. Aoife slowly puts her javelin away. (laughs) Don't tell me what I can or cannot poke. (laughs) Anything else on your turn, Kai? That's it. She's sort of just hanging out, being more nervous about the Zambos now. Cool, 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 cool. Um... Next up is Science Lady, who is, I know this isn't usually how it works, but um, she's extremely distracted by this Zombo. So if she is not able to break this grapple, um, I'm going to make her do a concentration check to see if she can keep these Zambos up. What was it last time? She's, um, and you guys watch as she is able to um, sort of, She's she's much taller than this very small old lady. Um, so as she kind of stops panicking about the situation, she sort of just calms and realizes, I can just kind of lift my arms and remove myself from this. So that's <laughs> that's what she does. Um, no, un- unfortunately, but that is that is her action, uh, and she is going to um, sort of look at all of you. Uh, 
and uh, especially at you, Jenny, who has very clearly sent a zombie at her, uh, which she is able to deduce by the way that you did magic and then looked at her and said, who's unlikable now? Um, <laughs> and maybe the reaction after she dislodged herself from said zombie. Yeah, like it's a, it's a, she has, she has put two and two together. Um and and she glares at you and and hisses, "Stop interfering!" In Tell me you do why not- you don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like she was going to say more, and she just sort of trails off and kind of shakes her head in maybe confusion. You think maybe confusion? She's Jenny's dead serious though. Yeah. Like this is this is like Batman interrogating a villain. Rachel. <laughs> yeah. Good. Why don't you like me? <laughs> um <laughs> that at that point it's uh as you are staring down uh this woman demanding to know why you aren't universally beloved. Um speaking of universally beloved, it's Luke's turn. Um <laughs> Yeah. Can I double rage? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to invent a new mechanic. It does nothing mechanically. It just makes that vein bulge out of your forehead like an anime. (laughs) Kind of denote someone's getting really angry. Um, He is, once again, going to try and um, continue to calm the crowd. He's he's a little bit distracted, um, sort of by Jenny getting up in this woman's face. He's a little bit distracted by the fact that Kai just tried to do some wild shit on these zombos and it did not work. He's a little bit distracted by the um, quiet but very firm uh, don't fuck with the zombies note in her voice. And so he is giving a very half-hearted attempt to to calm the crowd and it does not work. And unfortunately, that's the third failure, Um, which means I have to see if anything happens. And it does. Um, Oh, good. Actually, as of right now, it looks as though everybody is on stage except for Jenny. Yeah, I'm at the foot. Uh, Cool. Uh, Jenny, I need you to give me uh, either a dex saving throw or a strength saving throw. Um, Take your pick. (laughs) I'm We're guessing gonna you're going to want to go deck. deck saving throw. <laughs> I figured, but I'm giving you options. Maybe you want to flex. I don't know. That is a 22. That's fantastic. Um, you are more than able to sort of grab the lip of the stage and kind of like pull your knees up into your chest like you're doing fucking, I don't know, P90X Pilates or some bullshit like that. Um, as the, like core is important. As the crowd briefly begins to stampede or behind you, people are trampling each other, um, running into each other. There's a bit of a fight breaking out on one end. Um, you hear a gunshot kind of go off in the air and um, you have a feeling Minnie is somewhere involved. Um <laughs> Because when you hear errant gunshots, like, really early in a situation, in general, Minnie is involved. Only the zombies! (laughs) (laughs) I did it in the air! It's fine! It comes back down! Stop stifling my expression! Um, (laughs) There's a little bit of a stampede going on right now, so... uh, just be careful but um you you seem to be okay no one appears to be grievously injured but uh you guys uh look out and see this and realize there will probably need to be do need some additional work to be done to to get the crowd to calm the fuck down um good job luke uh next up is Aoife. 
Cool, cool, He's cool, true cool. to his brand already. So good at our jobs. Spells concentration, right? It is. Well, I mean, you don't know that, but yeah, it is. I, I figured. Uh, I'm not trying to kill this woman or anything like that, but mm-hmm. I am trying to make her drop concentration. So I am going to uh, try to like thwack her with the flat of my great axe. Okay. Like hypothetical non-lethal damage if it came down to that. Yes. Okay. So... The 16 hit? You watch as your your axe is about to hit her and she throws her arm up and you see sort of like a dark gray, almost shadow flash over her arm and it deflects your axe. You can tell she has just cast shield. Dick. Oh. Um, I, in that case, I am going to bonus action back it up a couple squares. <laughs> Wait, actually, hang on one second, because she might not have shield prepared, and if she doesn't, then you hit. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't have her prepared. That hits. Yes. Uh, you see her Sweet. lift up her arm with a smug look on her face, like she thinks that she's about to, about to to block your attack, and your the blunt uh, head of your axe crashes right into her fucking forearm, and she goes, "Ow!" <laughs> like she's very surprised. That is nine damage. Right. She doesn't like it. She fell out of a tree. She's having. She's fell out of a tree. She's been grappled by a dead lady, and now she's been whacked in the arm with an axe. Well, she thought she was about to do a cool trick. She's having a bad day. I don't understand why you guys aren't empathizing. <laughs> uh, cool. So you so you smack her real good with the blunt end of your axe. Anything else on your turn? I am still going to use my bonus action to like back it up a couple steps. But yeah, the, the goal was to make her have to roll for concentration. Okay, cool. Um, next up is Caspian. Seeing what you did and realizing that he's not very good at talking to people. <laughs> Gasp shock. Fantasy Ice isn't good at talking to people? Weird. I know, right? Um, he is going to try and shoot her with an arrow. And he critically fails. Oh no, Caspian! You guys, you guys watch as he he pulls he pulls the bow and like he for a second he looks very like romance novel. Like his you know, <laughs> hair is blowing in the wind and he's got his like cool officer's uniform on. And then his bowstring breaks. Um, it's very much you guys know that scene in Robin Hood Men in Tights where like Blinken pulls the the uh, bow back and the bow just collapses. It's not quite that, but the bowstring does break and he goes. This is not my day, and this is a bad day for me to have a bad day. He's not really talking to any of you in particular. His his focus definitely seems to be more on he's not looking super cool right now, um, and he doesn't seem to care like that. Yeah, Eva will is definitely close enough to Barry Constance to be like, remind me how he became your co-captain again. Nepotism. I don't want to talk about it. Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, moving up next up we got Ginny that's great Um, I don't know mechanically when I would say this because I do think that she would typically do it on her turn but I do tell old lady zombie grab her again and then I cast detect thoughts on science lady Mm. okay Mm -hmm. Um, let's resolve old lady uh, grappling her first grapple 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 Okay, so old lady zombie. <sighs> old lady zombie just crit. 
<laughs> Damn! First Nat 20 of this fucking campaign, and it goes to this old dead woman. Pew, 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 pew. I, I can guarantee you, science lady's not gonna beat that. She literally can't. So, um... She is grappled, and I will say for her next turn, she's grappled so good she doesn't even get a check to get out of it. She is stuck there for the next two rounds. Um, and she is she is so stuck that I will give her disadvantage on this, or you advantage, or I forget how Detect Thoughts works. So, Detect Thoughts basically at a surface level just works. Okay. I can I can hear sort of whatever's in her mind at the moment. If I want to probe deeper into her mind, she has to contest with wisdom. Okay, cool. Um, What I do immediately after casting it is ask again, why do you not like me? (laughs) And what do I hear? What you hear is sort of an undercurrent of a lot of disjointed thoughts. Because it's, it's, you know, people's thoughts are a little more complicated than just, I ask you a question and you think the direct answer. So you're hearing a lot of, a lot of murmuring and you can make out something along the lines of if this won't get you to pay attention i don't know what will listen to me watch me i'm here prove yourself i know you're there prove it prove it prove it and then through the midst of that you hear you're just like your mother if i wanted to probe deeper and force that wisdom check um could i do that this turn or is that a wait how is the spell worded very wordily <laughs> um yeah, they Not tend to, to be, be funny, it's like three paragraphs long. Yeah. So, for the duration, you can read the thoughts of certain creatures. When you cast the spell as your action... When you cast the spell as your action on each turn, you can focus your mind on any one creature that you can see within 30 feet. If the creature you choose has an intelligence of three or lower, the creature is unaffected. Initially learn surface thoughts of the creature, what is most on its mind at the moment. As an action, you can either shift your attention to another creature or attempt to probe deeper. Okay, so it's a second action to probe deeper. It was your action to cast the spell, so you'll be able to probe deeper next turn if you want. You got it. Then I guess that's my turn. Okay, cool. Um, Next up, we have Orion and Cosmo. Fantastic. Um, I'm going to notice people starting to attack and assume that it is for potentially a concentration break Mm -hmm. and think, that's good science, that's good science. So I'm going to cast Catapult... And grab a bolt from my scrap box on Cosmo and just magically throw it at her. Um, She's got to make a deck save. I think she fails those automatically because she's grappled. Fantastic. So she takes 3d8 damage. Cool, 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 cool. Good lord. Dang. How big a bolt was that? Uh, One to five pounds. (laughs) Technically. Nineteen damage, bludgeoning. Wow, that's a great deal of damage. Make her take her damage first, and then we'll roll for concentration. Which actually, Caroline, I just realized I never did for Aoife, and I apologize for that. Um, so if if this doesn't take her concentration away, we will go ahead and roll for that. Just to be fair, that was nineteen. You said, Mike. Nineteen damage. Yeah. Um. She crit. Um, but I'm gonna have her roll again uh, because I did not do that when Caroline hit her. She still passes. Um, okay. Um, I'm going to use my bonus action to command Cosmo to take his attack-esque action. It's a specific attack action, but then I'm going to take uh, leave my turn B, and then he's going to come over here and 
let me see specifically. So I just need to be right there. And he's going to do an attack called Force uh, Force Empowered Rend. Um, <laughs> so that sounds like some Dragon Ball Z shit, to be entirely honest. <laughs> he's got to power up his spirit bomb first. 20 not nat to hit. Hits. Bypasses her shield. But she doesn't have. It's only a three. <laughs> only only three damage, unfortunately, on that one. Hey, it's still... Which is a little overshadowed, you know, by what I just did, but... She still it's has to make icing a on the cake. She still has to make a, a 10 D- DC 10 check. <laughs> that feels more like the level three that we should be. You know, here's the thing, though. That's all you needed. Woo! Yeah, yeah, Woo! yeah, yeah. 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 Crit, crit fail. Crit fail for oh, your girl. Shit. Um, so you guys, you guys watch as over the course of a round, she is, she is pummeled by, uh, the blunt end of an axe. She has, I guess, rocks thrown at her. I guess she just has rocks thrown at her. She's grappled again by a zombie. She's held down while a small man throws rocks at her. And then a robot, I guess, punches her in the face. (laughs) (laughs) It is a bad day. She's having a bad day. She's having a bad day. And you guys watch as her head cracks back as Cosmo's sort of big uh, stony fist. Uh, well, it wasn't, he's made of metal. Big metal fist. Yeah, metal. Um, smashes into her nose and you guys can hear sort of like a crunch and her nose starts to bleed. And as her head cracks back, you guys watch all of the, the zombies stiffen briefly and then drop to the ground. No, <laughs> my friend, you re-killed her. um yeah so uh the the concentration has been broken and she is sort of standing there now free holding her nose trying to get it to stop bleeding blinking uh well you can't see her blink but you can see her eyebrows sort of up actually mike roll me a luck check if you'd please oh no Uh oh luck is just straight up and down just straight up and down it's an eight okay that's fine is it (laughs) <laughs> no, it really, it really is. This was, this was to see if something extra and cool happened. Um, so you guys oh, did okay. good. It's just something gotcha. extra. And cool. right. It's, it's not a big deal. Um, I'm never going to do luck checks for things that like actually super matter. Um, so sure. she is standing there holding her bloody nose. Um, so that's uh, that's Mary Constance. We're going to see if Mary Constance even notices. Uh, she doesn't. Uh, so she is going to continue to spend her turn trying to direct the crowd which is fine um i we don't have to necessarily roll for that because i think enough people have noticed that the zambos are not moving anymore and here is now like a small woman holding her bleeding nose and that's sort of the extent of what's going on so people are calming naturally now um so we're going to move on to kai's turn we are technically still in initiative order even though your opponent is now this this one woman uh, Kai, what's up? Uh, so Kai's going to kind of move into the same position that the Zambo had been mm-hmm. to restrain this woman. But the whole time she is speaking in low tones. Um, we don't know why you're here. We don't know why you've done this. Stop now. I'm listening. Tell us what you're doing and I can make sure they don't hurt you again. Um, Go ahead and roll me a persuasion check. We're going to take the advantage on that one. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. Uh, that's going to be a 22. Okay. She um, she goes quiet and sort of limp for a minute and then very quietly says, 
I'm not going to speak to you or to anyone when I'm being held like a dog. Let me go. Would a 27 have changed her mind because I forgot to add my other plus five? Also, we aren't holding her in the way you would hold a dog, I hope. (laughs) (laughs) I have never put it in the full Nelson. You get the sense that maybe this woman doesn't know what a dog is. Um, (laughs) Um... she is, she is still going to make the request um, that she be let go. Um, do you let her go or do you keep holding her? I don't I uh, don't move far enough away that I wouldn't have a shot at grabbing her if she tried to scoot, but I am mm-hmm. going to let her go. Okay. With a 27, she looks at you and she takes her goggles off. Mike, your luck check was to see if her goggles broke. Something is not right with this woman's eyes. Her pupils are not black. They are points of light. And there is a sick sort of glaze across the rest of her eye. She looks wrong. Something is wrong. She looks wrong. She looks wrong. She looks wrong. And she looks at you, Kai. And she smiles a little bit. I just wanted him to pay attention. If he's real, and I am committing blasphemy against his domain, certainly he would have said something. Certainly he would have done something. And I know he's real. I know he's there. I just don't understand how to get him back here. And I thought you, of all people, would understand that. But maybe not. He acts through his followers. That's how all of this works. What's your name? Kai. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> oh, nothing. Don't worry about it. There's no fun in revealing things that you already know. And it is her turn. So she is going to cast Dimension Door. Damn it. No. I need to push further. You guys watch as she completely disappears. You do not know what direction she has gone. For all you know, she has turned invisible. For all you know, she has teleported. Um, you, you don't know what has happened. I will give everyone a perception check with disadvantage to maybe see if you can. It's a high DC and you got disadvantage. But if you want to try and see which way she went. Will I still have disadvantage my detect thoughts? I haven't switched anybody. So if she is out of range suddenly, that spell would have ended. What's the range? Yeah, it's 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 30 feet. So yeah. it, if she's here but invisible, I could still hear her thoughts. Okay, then yeah, you feel that spell snap. Um, and Jenny, you know immediately that she is more than 30 feet away from you, wherever she is. I'm still going to try that perception check. Okay, anyone can try. Can Cosmo also have a perception check? Yes, he can. It's all garbage. Okay. Same. Yeah. It would have been great to go with the dirty 20, but I'm going to have to take the two crew instead. <laughs> I had nothing higher than maybe a nine, so. Seven. Okay. Um, cool. So everyone is now out of initiative order. The science lady has disappeared. Um, She is off into the abyss somewhere. You are uncertain of of where she has gone. The crowd looks confused. Some people still look scared. 
one one person in sort of like the odd silence that follows. Yeah, it was a good show. Is it Luke? <laughs> Thanks, Frank. <laughs> it was. It's Frank. It's Frank. <laughs> man, that was such a good show, man. I agree. Frank talks like Boomhauer. I don't know. Ginny just slumps down and sits on the edge of the stage, disheartened. They didn't earn those applause. <laughs> um, Orion is gonna is gonna tell Cosmo to start uh, gently placing the bodies back into the the large casket. Okay. Yeah. Aoife will go check on Mary Constance and see if she needs help getting people out. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So Cosmo is gonna go help load bodies. Uh, Aoife's gonna go talk to Mary Constance. Um, Jenny and Kai, what are you guys doing? Uh, Kai is gonna assist Cosmo in getting the okay. bodies back in. And Jenny is going to mourn the day that never was. <laughs> Just sit on the edge of the stage and weep quietly to yourself. Head head in hands, yes. Fantastic, excellent. Orion will probably go and just stand next to the captain, uh, Caspian. Mm-hmm. And just be available if anything needs to be done. Excellent. Um, so as you guys are loading bodies, uh, some of the folks from the Basilica sort of walk over to help. Um, the Equilibrix, a.k.a. the Fantasy Pope, um, is off to the side looking angry. She looks furious, um, which is probably to be expected, all things considered. Um, but a couple of folks are, are helping load the bodies. Um, one of these people being uh, one of the uh, clerics of the unyielding lady, uh, Arcadia Ashlock, who is um, a friend of yours, Kai. Uh, you guys sort of watch this um, very dark-skinned elven elven quote-unquote woman with a uh, long curly dark hair dressed in sort of like a ceremonial white and gold for the day um sort of helping to put the bodies back in the box and she sort of smiles uh weakly at all of you as she's doing that and, and she looks at you kai are you all right i uh i don't know how, how did she do that i really wish i knew i really really wish i knew but um I, I I don't um and she she turns to uh to you as well, Aoife. Are are you alright too? Oh to Aoife? Yeah. And she's a member of the church? Yeah. Would Aoife have any had had any interactions with this particular person? Um I mean she largely avoids church people, so like it's Yeah, I can't um Is she high enough up that she would have been one of the people who Aoife has interacted with uh she's she's essentially an executive assistant um so i mean do do that with you do with that with what you will so like she's not like a grunt but she's not she's not the fantasy pope executive assistant to the fantasy pope executive assistant to one assistant of the to the manager <laughs> she she is assistant to the manager yes she really is she is essentially so we have the equilibrix and then each god has its paragon she is the assistant to the paragon of the unyielding lady i think Aoife is going to kind of look at everything happening and just kind of say this is why maybe we shouldn't make a spectacle of people's lost ones and she's going to walk over to mary constance so She's not wrong. Um, and as you walk over to Mary Constance, um, she looks kind of distracted. Um, roll an insight check for me. Don't think that's good for me. <laughs> <laughs> <Give it a try. laughs> 
You know what? It can be a perception check, too. It, it yeah, that's better. better. <laughs> okay, whichever's better. That was going to be a 17? You notice that she, it looks like she's sort of staring off into the middle distance. You follow her line of sight to a tree where a figure is sitting. And you recognize this figure because he is your best friend. So of course you do. And she is watching him as he seems to be moving his hands quickly in a pattern that you recognize as thieves can't. And she is watching him make these movements with recognition. And he is facing her dead on. And you speak thieves can't. What's he saying to her? What is, what is he Morse coding to Mary Constance? He is Morse coding to Mary Constance. It's really just a bunch of middle fingers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what he is signing to her is emergency meeting, one hour. Get Charlie, tell them to pass it on. You know I'm coming to that now, right? What? You, you know I'm coming to that meeting now, right? Uh, uh what? What? Ah, uh, ha, 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 what? You know Gizmo can find you, Ann Bennett? She looks visibly uncomfortable. You want to tell me what's going on before I show up to this thing? Um, look, I, w- I wanted to tell you a long time ago. Actually, we both wanted to tell you a long time ago, but, um, you wouldn't like it. Cool, I'm going to find out anyways. Also, I'm fully telling Gizmo to ignore both of y'all for a day. That's, I mean, well, if she's ignoring him too, then, yes. I guess that's all right, but um, it'll be different days. You'll have to watch her pay attention to him and ignore you. Absolutely, he will have to do cool. the same thing. I don't know if this, I don't know if this really warrants that. That feels needlessly cruel. Like we do have laws in this in the city about uh, uh, cruel and unusual punishments, and I feel like you've mm-hmm. really crossed that line right now. Um, mm-hmm. Listen, in in all seriousness, I just don't freak the fuck out, and you can't tell any, like I mean nobody, please. Okay. Not letting you out of my sight until we go to this thing, though. Because my two best friends, who hate each other, are hiding things from me. Hate's a strong word. It's not a, an incorrect word, but it is a strong one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes strong words are the correct ones. Look, let me, there's, just hang out here. I gotta tell some other folks, and they're gonna get real suspicious if you're with me when I do it. So just let me do this, and then you can come, okay? Pinky swear. She pinky swears with you. <laughs> 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 Unbreakable bond in Horizons Point. The pink without swear. hesitation. The most adamant of swears. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. It is if your name is Gizmo Arabella Donahue McKay. <laughs> Even knows how to hit people where it hurts. So do you let Mary Constance sort of go off and and do her thing? Yes. Okay. If she doesn't show back up, she's gonna have to answer for it, and she knows it. I mean, you can watch her. She's not. She doesn't appear to be leaving the immediate area. So, like, if you want to watch her, you you can. I mean, I think Aoife will continue to help her people out, but she's going to keep kind of peripheral vision on okay. Mary Constance. Excellent. And you see Mary Constance making her way over to Charlie Ward. Um, so we are going to flip over to uh, Orion, uh, who is sort of standing uh, with, with Captain Caspian and Leeford, uh, who's looking very dejected. And he kind of lets out a long sigh and doesn't vocally acknowledge you, um, but you you can tell that he knows that you're there and he's vaguely, maybe vaguely comforted, or at least maybe he's just happy not to be alone right now. Um, you're not totally sure. One of many people having a bad day. Lots of people having a bad day. 
It could have been a lot worse, Captain. Yeah, without without you, it probably would have been. I'm thankful for the training that I received when I entered in. Yeah, it's... Sorry, I'm... I'm I'm a little bit elsewhere right now, I guess, for obvious reasons. You're, you, you know about magic stuff, right? How, how is this, how is this possible? This is magics that should never be used, Captain. It's, it's something you don't see very often because most people would find it abhorrent. Lifting up the dead into husks of themselves is never a good thing. I'm happy that we were able to cease it before it got any worse, but I'm hoping that we never have to see it again. But that being said, magic can do many things. It is up to the imagination sometimes as to what it can actually do. I just hope someone has the imagination to develop something that will keep that from ever happening again, because as far as I can tell, no one saw where that woman went, and this doesn't feel like something you do for fun once and then let it go. She mentioned it was an experiment of sorts. If I had to make a educated guess, she is going to try and do it again. Or maybe she's going to alter her hypothesis and make adjustments from there, and it could be worse next time. So I believe we must be on the lookout. I agree with you there. There's... There's got to be something we can research. There's got to be some kind of a, a machine, some kind of a magic spell, some kind of a something that we can use to protect ourselves. This is this is not something I want my family having to worry about when they go to sleep. You know? I can put a team on it if you'd like, Captain. Let me make sure that I can secure the funding. I have a feeling it's not going to be an issue, but let me go through the proper paperwork first and I'll be in touch. If that's something you're willing to do, I would... Greatly appreciate it, and I'm certain the entire garrison, as well as the entire city, would appreciate it. If you need a written recommendation, I would happily do so. This is powerful magics, and we must do everything we can to make sure it does not happen again. And he, he nods very solemnly, and he, he claps you on the shoulder. You are a very, very smart man, Orion. And I think our city is in good hands with, uh, with your brain behind it. So we'll... We'll, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk soon. I appreciate that, Captain. Um, I should go and check on Cosmo. Make sure everything is going smoothly. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, and you see him sort of hop off the stage and start kind of making his way through the remainder of the crowd, sort of checking in on people, um, seeing how they're doing, seeing if anyone actually got injured in the stampede. Um, no one appears, certainly no one was killed. There are a couple of, of minor injuries, bruises, sprains, cuts here and there. Um, and so he is sort of helping to identify those people and get them cleaned up. Um, Jenny, you are just sort of sitting on the front of the stage. Jenny is now currently eating the one remaining futsy thing from Frank that did not get given to Gizmo earlier in the day. Um, with their free hand, they are playing air bass, but it's just the hand that would be on the neck. So just kind of weird hand gestures mimicking moving between frets Excellent. while they sadly eat whatever this fried food is. Um, as you are, uh, while your guitar gently weeps, um, and while, while your bass <laughs> gently weeps, I guess, um, and while you eat your futsy thing, um, you watch sort of the rest of the band wander back over towards you. Um, Naya with her arms sort of crossed in front of her. Um, Minnie is on Gideon's shoulders uh, with a, with a gun. <laughs> 
um, just sort of looking around, uh, very Mad-Eye Moody, constant vigilance. Um, uh, but they they sort of, uh, you know, meander up to you and, um, you know, Naya kind of looks you up and down. So the fuck was that? I don't know. Um, I, I, I think the, the concert's probably off, huh? Um, yeah, yeah, but I guess it is, you know? Yeah, and, and like the after parties too, then. So I won't be getting that date with Aoife's hot friend. <laughs> you see Gideon sort of hanging on to his sister's legs and he sort of shrugs and he goes, I mean, I, I heard a couple of the guards saying that, um, like, there was going to be a curfew tonight while they start looking for this crazy lady. So I don't know if that's true or if that's just something someone was saying. But, like, um, I mean, we could, I guess, do our own after party if you wanted, you know? Uh, yeah, I need to get drunk. Minnie kind of leans down and goes, were you yelling, why don't you like me? Look, were you shooting a gun in a crowd? You can't answer my question with another question. I asked you a yes or no question. And ans- ans- asking another question in response to that is just really poor sportsmanship. Were you yelling, why don't you like me or not? It was more of a growl. It sounded like a shriek from where I was standing. You were full fucking shrieking. I heard you it. Hedge guns shooting in your ears. You don't know what you heard. So it's weird that I heard it anyway, right? <laughs> Can we continue this over drinks? Oh, you guess so. Um, also, Naya, if you all start working on reanimation crap in the lab, can you let me know, I guess? No, I'm not touching this shit. Nobody's touching this shit. I don't know what the fuck this is, but I don't want it anywhere near me. I want nothing to do with it. And to be entirely honest, y'all, I think maybe a curfew's not a bad idea. Because you know where I don't want to be? On the fucking street if this woman comes back. Just none of y'all seem to be taking this real fucking seriously right now. And it's kind of blowing my mind, to be totally honest. And you've never seen that lady or anybody with like headlights eyes in no. or around the no, factory I have floor, not. No. the offices. No, no one. No, no one has seen. I don't. I don't. You two? Anyone? And Minnie goes, I don't know. Probably not. I don't fucking know. I don't pay attention. She's got like fucking weird glasses on. I don't know. Gideon, um, actually Gideon kind of opens his mouth to answer. And as he does, uh, Mary Constance walks up and she kind of smiles awkwardly and nods at you. And, um, Hey, it popped off before we were in the vicinity. Yeah. We kept our distance. Uh, you did. No you, ordinance violated. You didn't keep, you got like way up in there. I saw you. Uh, but that's not. Um, uh, and she is sort of looking at Gideon and Minnie. I step between them and her. I, you, I, can I talk to them alone for a minute, please? I, I, I believe you said I was the one you saw getting into it. So yeah. I don't know that you need to mess with them. Gideon kind of puts his arm on your shoulder and squeezes it a little bit, a little bit and he goes, it's uh, it's it's all right. Don't worry about it. It's fine. You're sure? Yeah. No, don't worry. It's fine. Um, and Minnie is weirdly quiet as they sort of walk off, and you see them have sort of like a short conversation uh, far away from you. And uh, after maybe two or three minutes, um, 
Gideon and Minnie come back and he sort of lifts her off of his shoulders and puts her back on the ground. Um, and they are both. My spirits are now back to neutral as I continue to eat my futzy thing. And I ask, you want to tell me what that was? It's, it's really nothing. It's just like. I'll roll persuasion if I have to. (laughs) I don't, I have no in world context for what that means. Um, but like, all I'm saying is you don't have to worry about it, you know? She just wanted to talk. I feel like I'm gonna, though. And Naya goes, yeah, I'm super gonna worry about the cop being like, hey, let me separate you. That's not normal. See, and you've got me agreeing with our team's wet blanket, so... It is not my fault that you're like a fucking radiator on overdrive and I am a normal person. This is None of this is my fault. I'm just saying. Uh, Gideon and Minnie kind of look at each other and they shrug and uh, Gideon says, she just wants to talk to us later a little bit about... Something not related to this at all. Don't worry about it. Jenny just sort of rolls their eyes and nods and says, fine, keep your secrets. Uh, if you would like to roll persuasion on one of them, uh, you may do so. Oh, I want to persuade Gideon for sure. That's a good choice. He's easier. 20 dirty. <laughs> um, many is sort of uh, trying to abruptly change the subject and Gideon finally takes a, a deep breath and says, we've kind of been working with some folks for the past couple of years and, and many like full kicks him in the kneecap. <laughs> Ginny just sort of readjusts the posture and says, are, are, are you guys narcs? <laughs> <laughs> Minnie, Minnie, Legally, you have to tell me. Minnie gets up on her toes, pulling herself up to her full, like four foot five height and jabs the butt. <laughs> jabs her finger in your face and says you fucking take that back right now Tophit. you take it back right fucking now or I swear to god I will shoot you where you stand I am no fucking narc is she though? I mean we're not like look we've just been doing sort of we've just been helping people a little bit is all but we gotta keep it really really secret these people have badges I mean some of them but not all of them it's kind of it's really hard to explain why don't wait 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 is this some sort of secret society have i not been invited to some sort of secret society this is why i didn't want to fucking tell you because if we didn't tell you day one then there was going to be a big fucking to do about it when you did find out so the only other choice was for you to never fucking find out or invite me to your club fine they're probably not gonna let you in but fine fine you want to come too and she looks at naya and naya goes Guys, I don't know about this. This is, this is a lot for today. Okay, this is a lot. I, I saw, like, I, I bought a newspaper, like, every day for a week, um, from one of those people, like a month ago, and we just talked every day about like nonsense, and and like I didn't know him, but he's dead, and he's walking around. And that fucks me up. And now we want to talk about being in a secret society that like helps people or whatever. Isn't isn't that bartender doing that already? Okay, 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 okay. Look, look, Naya. Clearly, if there are, I guess, zombies, I don't, they, they definitely looked like, you know, what you hear zombies would be if there were zombies. So apparently there's zombies. And wouldn't you think maybe it could still get worse than that? And wouldn't you rather focus on a secret club? You know what I want to focus on? Music. 
I want to focus on music. I want to focus on going home into my guarded place of residence, staying there um, with like more knives than is probable on my person until I am told that this crazy person has been caught and either killed or put in like magic jail for the rest of her life. Because I don't ever want to see that shit again. You guys want to talk like in the next couple of days about fucking secret societies and like, I don't know, blood handshakes or whatever the fuck it is that you guys do. Fine. We can do that, but I am not doing it tonight. I'm, I'm out. I'm out y'all. And she, she looks, she looks fucked up. Uh, she is like paler than she should be. Um, her hair is, is falling out of its ponytail and she is making no move to fix it. She is sweating a little bit. Do you need help getting home? deeply uncomfortable. Seriously. Yeah, will you walk with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we start walking off, and over my shoulder as we start walking off, I'm mouthing at the other two, this isn't done. And as as you are looking, um, many, many mouths back to you, Brogley and Bibbs, one hour. So now we go back to Kai. You are stacking bodies. Yep, me and Cosmo. Cool. You and, and Cosmo and Arcadia are, are sort of stacking bodies and, and there's like a, a silence. Um, I'm sure both of you are feeling a little bit uncomfortable and Cosmo um, lacks mechanical vocal cords. Um, Mike, he lacks mechanical vocal cords or is, does he just not want to talk? Um, he doesn't have any mechanical vocal cords, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, Orion just reacts to the gears grinding occasionally as if it was him talking. Fantastic. It's precious. Well, that's that's a thing. Um, so there's there's a bit of a um, an awkward silence um, as as you two sort of put the bodies back where they belong. Um, you know, Arcadia sort of gently crossing their arms over their chests, and um, you know she she kind of mutters a little prayer uh, under her breath, um, but she doesn't seem to have her heart in it. Katie, what what's going on there? When Aoife said that we shouldn't be putting people on display. That's not what this is. It's a celebration, right? I mean, ultimately, yes, that's that's the purpose of it. But, uh, I mean, she does have a point. You can celebrate without you know, trotting out the bodies of people that think of how you would have felt if you'd seen someone, um, you know, if this had happened to... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the church wouldn't do this if the families didn't want to, right? They, they can say no? Can they say no? I don't know if anyone's ever tried. Huh. I don't know if anyone feels like they can. So I can't say if it's been put in practice. There was something wrong with her eyes. What do you mean? She, she took her, her goggles off and they weren't. Her pupils were light. There was light coming from them, but they were wrong. It wasn't. Not that light coming from pupils is ever going to necessarily be right, but it, there was something off about her. I don't, I don't know how else to say it. It just was wrong. Oh, um, I, I don't think I've ever heard of anything like that before. I'm... Do you know who she is? I don't, but she knows who I am. Oh. Uh, um, 
well, uh, that's... Are you sure? I mean, it's... Positive. <laughs> it was a veiled threat, but it was plain enough. I, I mean, certainly some people have to know. Um... Surely, maybe, but I've been very careful. Yes, 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 you have. You have. You've been very, very careful. And I... very methodical and extremely thought through with everything. So it would be very difficult for anyone to know. Yes, it would be. Yes, you've done a very, you've done a spot on job. You've done a very, you haven't done a very good job. What do you mean? I'm so sorry. You haven't done a. (laughs) I have to, I have to. I don't, please don't take this the wrong way because I do very much care for you. You're a very dear friend of mine and I, I adore you very, very deeply. You are quite a terrible liar and you're also a very distinctive looking person. Well, but I, I run in circles that wouldn't have seen me so distinctive or not. Do you think they know all of them? Not everybody. Oh my God. Katie. No, not even, probably not even most people, honestly. But I've just been making a fool of myself? No, no, listen. Parading around saying one thing and everyone knowing it's not true, but not saying anything to me. Just, just it's just like it is at home. Everyone just is on eggshells. Listen, there's a very big difference between making up stories and deciding that you want to be a new person entirely. And perhaps you went into this thinking that you were a disguise or making up stories, but I believe you've become a new person. So lots of people change their names. It's still a disguise, it's not who I am. It's not who I want to be. I want to be one person, not two. But I don't think I can. I would say that you do have a very real chance of being able to do that. And uh, as she is saying that, um, Mary Constance walks over um, and she smiles awkwardly at you, Kai, and uh, she puts her hand on Arcadia's shoulder. Can I borrow her for like two seconds? Of course, Captain. Yes. Uh, please let me know if there's anything I can do to be of assistance. Captain. Hey, you, you got it. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. Thank you. You did good. I tried. You succeeded. She still got away. We can only do what we can do. No, none of us were really prepared for that. You stopped her from doing worse than she did. All of you did. Even Luke, kind of. <laughs> sort of. He does his best. <laughs> <laughs> you see that Luke is like off on the other side of the park and he's like, I, I think there's, uh, I think she might be in the tree because I can see movement up there. And someone is like, Luke, that's a bird. That's just a bird, Luke. That's nowhere near person-sized at all. It's fully Aoife doing it. <laughs> that's, Cosmo is... Cosmo does look towards the bird, though. It's a bird. I think maybe, because like, they can turn into animals and stuff, right? So I think that maybe she was in the tree and then turned into a bird. Why don't... Hey, hey Luke, I have an idea. Yeah. Why don't you climb the tree and go find out for us? He immediately starts to do that. <laughs> um, I feel so, like Eva's uh, got very talented at giving Luke just it me. takes so little. It takes only the barest suggestion of the idea that something might be possible and he will do it. He's a dumb, dumb boy. Um, 
But Mary Constance sort of uh, puts her arm around Arcadia's shoulder and leads her off to the side and sort of talks quietly to her for a couple of minutes. And you see her nodding, nodding. And um, she uh, she walks back. Um, Ashley, if I may, um, I was Orion was going to walk over to Cosmo after his conversation with Caspian. Um, yes. If he could hop up onto Cosmo at that point and just address Kai for a moment. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Kai, uh, wonderful work out there today. You too. Really brilliant. Um, I needed you to just know that I will have some spare time if you have any gear that may need uh, servicing. So I can be available to you. Thank you. Um, I, I actually have a new idea to propose to you. Something that I think you'll find interesting. All right. I'm I'm all ears. Well, uh, there are certain situations in which uh, someone in something like this, and she gestures to her full plate armor, uh, might need to not be in something like this pretty mm-hmm. quickly. Um, what do you say about maybe some retractable gear? It is not necessarily my expertise, but I believe I know somebody who might have some schematics that are exactly what you are looking for. (laughs) So if you give me a day or so, um, I could certainly whip something up for you, I'm sure. Thank you. That would be extremely helpful. It's my pleasure. Where are their bodies still left on the ground? Uh, there weren't that many of them. So with, with the work of three, you know, two, two, uh, adult humanoid people and a large robot. Um, most of them have been put away. I'll say you and Kai sure. can sort of take care of uh, the final one if you would like to help her put that last one back in the box. And, sure, absolutely. Um, um, put that together. Let's not speak of the details currently. Um, we can certainly find somewhere more private if you'd like to come to my offices in a day or so. I'll I'll send for you. Well, of course. Um Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, do we ship it? Do we ship it? Um, ship all of you. I think what I'm realizing is I just ship Kai with everyone all the time. <laughs> I'm just like, well, I need I need to find the awkward baby love. <laughs> She's so awkward and she doesn't know what that means. Um do you did you know who that was? The crowd seemed to have a certain idea, but I have never encountered this person, no. She was looking at at you and and at me and Aoife and that Ginny from the from the band. Uh Ginny from the block. Ginny yes. from the block. Motherfucker. <laughs> 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 we are the block. Yay! They're still they're still Ginny from the block. <laughs> <laughs> um she seemed to single us out. Did you did you notice that or am I just making things up that aren't there. I do not think that it is not there. (laughs) I definitely noticed it. I am having Caspian set up a team, and if I can have my way, those people who may have been pointed out will be involved. Of course. I, I, I volunteer immediately if I'm allowed to. Of course, I want to help in any way I can. I figured that would be the case. Uh, the harder part will be getting Aoife and uh, Ginny, um, whose last name may or may not be from the block. But <laughs> if you have any uh, idea of where we might find these people and be able to contact them and have them meet us, 
so that we can potentially uh, have a debriefing. That would be fantastic. I think I can arrange that. Perfect. So as you two are finishing your conversation, uh, Mary Constance starts to make her way back over to Aoife and Arcadia, uh, makes her way over uh, back to Yukai, and and, uh, she looks a little bit bit shell-shocked, and um, Orion, she looks at you and sort of nods uh, in greeting and sees that the bodies are sort of where they're supposed to go, and she gives a very weak smile. Um, I am gonna, I have to, uh, I have to go. I have to go. <laughs> Bye. I have to go. And Wait. she turns around very quickly and starts to walk away. Katie. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, just one more moment. I'm so sorry. I, I know you're very busy. Sure. And she is She is looking sort of uncomfortably at Orion. Uh, Orion, you, you know who Arcadia is, but you guys probably have not had terribly much contact. Sure. Um, but you're aware of each other. Do I pick up? on not being welcome in the conversation at the moment. <laughs> uh, give, me, for that. give me an insight check. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, it's a 20, not nat. You very much get the sense that Arcadia is deeply uncomfortable about something. Um, not with the fact that you're there. She is just uncomfortable in general with, with something outside the situation. And so it's not too hard to put two and two together. You know, she's friends with Kai. Um, mm-hmm. So it is, it is not too hard to realize that like you are not making her uncomfortable, but she has a topic of conversation on her mind that is uncomfortable for her. Sure. I, uh, Pat Cosmo and I say, you've done a wonderful job Cosmo. Let's go and sit down somewhere quiet and I'll uh, just tighten all your bolts and give you some grease up. Let's let's just go this way by a tree somewhere else. It's my Cosmo sound. <laughs> I'm gonna work. I'm gonna work on it. Um, and you see Arcadia sort of visibly breathe a little bit of a sigh of relief. Not nice, nice boy. Very nice boy. Um, just I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> I've hit puberty. Um, just, uh, um, there is an organization that I am a part of. It is extremely small, and we would like to keep it that way. Um, it's likely I may get into a bit of trouble, um, for telling you this, but if you are interested in being who you are, I think who you are would be very interested in what it is that we're doing. So I'm going to meet these people in the, you know, the potion shop, uh, Broglie and Bibbs, and I will explain your presence away and hopefully all will be well and you will be invited to help us as well if that is something that you would like to do, which I have a feeling you will because ultimately all we're trying to do is Make people's prayers come true. Arcadia, I quite literally, in most senses of the term, but in the absolute basis, truest definition, owe you my literal life. Making people's prayers come true is all I want. I'll be there. Excellent. She gives you a very quick little hug and then makes her way off uh probably you guess toward her her rooms to go do whatever it is she has to do 
Um, and Orion, you are you are not a dumb man. You have been able to, if you would like to have been able to, sort of clock this progression of awkward conversations. Mary Constance is A, noticeable, and B, she is noticeable visually and not subtle with her movements or the way that she speaks. Um, so you have been able to sort of track her stiff movements to very particular people to have conversations with them. Um, so mm. this is a thing that you have noticed. You may do with that information what you will, but you've seen the people that she has talked to and you have seen who those people have talked to. Um, and you likely also heard Ginny accuse their bandmates of being narcs. <laughs> you also, yeah, they, it's, let's just, it's like sort of a running uh, assumption that you guys can mostly hear whatever it is that Ginny says at any time, because I don't know if speaking quietly is sort of, I mean, they're an air genasi. And so like air through the diaphragm, it's sort of part of who they are. Air fills um, up whatever space it's in. Yeah. Much much like Jenny. Hey, but I'm bump cha. How much experience would I have had like face to face with Mary Constance in the past? Probably not quite as much as Caspian. Um, mm-hmm. but not not so much less that you are unfamiliar with her. Like if you 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 certainly know where to have a conversation with. Sure. Um yeah, I'll go up to Mary Constance. Okay. Orion. That was uh some wild shit up there. Uh, yes, indeed it was. Um, hopefully once in a lifetime, but maybe not. Yeah, we should be so lucky. Yes. Um, you seem to have a lot to say to all sorts of different people here tonight. I don't know why he asked me. I don't know why it was supposed to be. I don't know why it was me. I think he just did it to fuck with me. Um, yeah, I, she, she kind of looks you over. You're, like, really smart. Fairly to a lot, I would say. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't... We don't have... She looks at the tree where Luke is. We don't have a lot of that. Just, like, in general. Um, He's doing his best. That's all we can ask of him. It's... it's, He's he's doing his best. I am just consistently impressed and and depressed at at how bad his best is. Um, Sure, sure. Damn, does he try. Um... But I'm not talking about the garrison necessarily. I um, we we need someone with a brain like yours, if what is about to ha- what I think is about to happen is actually about to happen. So, if you'd be interested in maybe having a conversation with a couple of like-minded folks who are just sort of out to make the city better in general, I I might have a place for you to do that if you are um. A, interested in B, willing to keep a low profile. And she kind of looks up at you on Cosmic Back and says, well, you know, as low as you can, I guess, all things considered. Um, we have a lot of grand ideas and not so much the smarts for implementation sometimes. And I'm uh, frankly getting fucking sick of it. Mary Constance, we all have our secrets, myself included. We also have our wants and needs. If your plan is to go after this person who has appeared here today... I have questions for that person that I would very much like answered. So, I believe our two inclinations are aligned at the moment. So, tell me when, tell me where, and I will happily have a conversation. And she she reaches out her hand to shake yours, and uh, she tells you to meet them at Broglie and Bibbs, which you know well, because that is Charlie's Potion Shop. Well, technically it's Miss Air- Brokely's 
potion shop, but he's not really around so much anymore. So Charlie manages. We all know that it's Charlie's potion shop. (laughs) Cool. So the the afternoon is sort of coming to a close. You guys do start hearing um, mutters of uh, from the uniformed guards, the guards who were on duty that day, um, starting to pass the word around that there will be a curfew instituted tonight um, at at 5 p.m. So a very early curfew. Uh, I guess the, you know, you get the sense that the plan is to try and search this woman out, um, get everyone inside so that they have the streets clear to be able to try and find her. Whether you guys take advantage of that, uh, whether you guys do that or not is up to you. Uh, but that's not for several hours from now because this was sort of early afternoon. So uh, you all have graciously allowed me to shoehorn you into this invitation, um, <laughs> which would be the last time I shoehorn you anywhere. So thank you for letting me do that. Um, but you guys are going to meet this mysterious group, which apparently at least one of all of your friends has been doing shit behind your back for an undetermined amount of time. Um, and not inviting us, and not inviting just you, rude. Is just rude, rude and weird. And um, you guys feel that uh, about that the way that you feel about it. But uh, I think we'll go ahead and save that for next session. So we will go ahead and cut it here. Uh, that's where we will end our session for today. Woo! Um, Yay! Yay! Yay session. Um, So thanks everybody for listening. Uh, Should we start telling people where to find us on social media? Is that a thing we should do? Yes. Always. Um, Always If they're going to find us. If they're going to find us, uh, you guys will be able to find us. Hopefully by the time this gets put up, we will have things on it. Uh, We'll see. Um, You can find us at uh, at allegedly DND pod. That's the letter D letter N letter D at uh, on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, What else? Uh, You can email us there as well as well. Allegedly DND pod at gmail.com. And uh, that's, I guess, oh, we can plug Mike's podcast too. You guys can also hear Mike on the podcast that he does with his very lovely wife called What Do This What Does This Button Do? Uh, where they explore video games from the point of view of both an experienced veteran player of games and uh, a relatively new fan. It's delightful and charming and I love it. Um, that's very kind of you and a lovely surprise. Thank you. Yeah, I, I legitimately love your podcast. <laughs> Same. It's wonderful um, and delightful. It's <laughs> so fucking charming but does anybody else have anything else they want to plug or uh anything else they want to talk about no i don't think so all right cool well this has been uh yet another episode of the podcast that i don't know how to end properly yet so thank you for sticking with us we love you guys very much and we'll cut you back on the point Garbo Town. Garbo Town. Everybody, welcome to Garbo Town. It was Zambo Town, and now it's Garbo Town. Welcome to Greta Garbo Town, where we are all. This is now a Greta Garbo <laughs> fan podcast. <laughs> Terrific. Oh, sorry, didn't see you there. It's me, Jenny. You may remember me from such hit shows as the podcast you just listened to. I'm here today with an incredible offer for you. Loyal fan of Horizons Point, allegedly a D&D podcast. Geez, is that the name we went with?
I, I mean, it's just, it's a bit wordy, no? I, anyway, if you have any burning irrelevant questions that the inhabitants of my world should have zero context for, like, what's my favorite David Bowie song, or who on the team is most like Turtle from Entourage, tweet at allegedly D&D pod with hashtag shout at the wind, and a team member might just answer. It, me. It, it's me. I'm the one who'll answer if you do that thing. Okay, bye!